Good evening, Riverside, San Bernardino, Inland Empire, and listeners around the world. Welcome to the True Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us this evening. We're broadcasting from our flagship station, KCAA, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. If you're located in the Southern California Inland Empire, you'll find us on KCAA 1050 on the AM dial. And if not, you can find us streaming on KCAARadio.com or TalkStreamLive.com. You can also hear our program rebroadcast on Liberty Works Radio Network at LibertyWorksRadioNetwork.com or on Red State Talk Radio at redstatetalkradio.com, and you can check their websites for broadcast days and times. You can also find podcasts posted on kcaaradio.com to listen at your leisure. And don't forget, you can always find out more about our show at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, we're going to continue a discussion that we started last week with my guest, C. Fenner Goldsboro. We were discussing his book, Super Scam, Mega Fraud and the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax. And again, Mr. Goldsboro is a retired general insurance broker who was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, and is now living in Northern Michigan. He was a former chairman of the Free State Constitutionist, a Baltimore, Maryland-based organization dedicated to education of the public on the taxing authorities and limitations of the U.S. Constitution and the Internal Revenue Code, and in particular, its violation by the Internal Revenue Service. Also, his wife, Joanne, is a former legal secretary, and she assists him as they travel around the country teaching Americans this important information. And uh, welcome back, Fenner. How are you doing today? Fine, Angeline. Nice Great. to be with you. Great. Week. I believe when we were wrapping up last week, you were actually discussing the myths or the reasons that you believe that people continue to pay the tax even when they find out the truth. So maybe you want to pick it up there and we'll just keep moving along. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, let me just review that briefly so that uh, those of your listeners who perhaps didn't tune in last week could uh, could get a little sense of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I captioned this little, it's not an addendum by number, but it's really an addendum to uh, over and above the dozen that I mentioned last week that I already have, which are going to be uh, available, by the way, uh, as attachments to anybody that wants to get them off my uh, website or by email uh, request. Yeah, well, that paper is called Too Good to Be True, and uh, I, I discuss a little bit about the background of my book that I went into so much depth in with you last week, uh, but discussing these things. Uh, it gives you a little better idea. It gives all the readers a, a better idea and the public a better idea why this is such a tough message to get across. Uh, first, I talked about fear, which is probably the most frequently voiced reason why readers of Super Scam fail to act on their newly acquired knowledge, and that's been intentionally programmed into most Americans by IRS propaganda over the past 100 years since the 16th Amendment was enacted in 1913. Uh, we all know about that. Uh, people are scared to death sometimes not to file a tax return because their lawyers, their accountants, and everybody says, hey, if you don't file a tax return, you're going to wind up in jail. 
that, of course, is not true, but the lawyers and the accountants are often programmed to tell their clients that. So that's a toughie. Second, we were talking about innate patriotism that was embodied in the phrase, we must pay our fair share. Everybody knows about that. And that leads to acceptance of the IRS lie that our fair share is a portion of our salary or our wages. Despite what we talked about last week, Angeline, the constitutional and statutory total prohibition against any such direct taxation against our salary wages or our other earnings. Third, we talked about habit and human nature, which is in our genes. We tend uh, by habit and nature to follow the crowd. Everybody's doing it, hence I'm not going to be an exception to the rule. And fourth, we talked about our sensitive egos, and uh, we, we do have sensitive egos, let's face it. They're easily and painfully bruised. They tell us to go with the flow. When we learn, even when we learn we've been tricked and deceived, which you learn from my book, uh, we, we learn that even though that's life's most important questions, it damages our ego when we accept the lie and later learn through our own research that we've been bamboozled. The fifth, we talked about habit being hard to break. I think that's where we pretty well left it off last week. Mm -hmm. uh, if we've been doing it forever, it's got to be right, or at least that's the common misunderstanding or understanding. Any change is thought to have been unknown, and in this case, scary consequences, even when and if we're urged to change on the basis of newfound knowledge, such as that that I have revealed in, in, in this book, Super Scam, that we're discussing. Uh, finally, uh, as the author of Super Scam, I, I, Angeline, don't have any particular name recognition, such as that of a nationally known politician or lawyer. I'm not an ex-congressman or a senator, so why should people believe me? Who's this guy, Goldsboro? What does he know? He's nothing. I don't know anything about him. So why should the reader believe me, a relative unknown, even if the facts seem to support the conclusion. And by the way, on that subject, I'm going to be discussing with you briefly next why I think I can gain some recognition uh, from one of my fellow compatriots who uh, uh, agrees with me in everything we say, and I'll talk about that uh, uh, just briefly because I think it, it might give a little bit more substance to the conclusions that I reach in uh, in my book, Super Scam. Uh, <clears throat> there was a... Uh, a group of lawyers, uh, these are famous, pretty well, I say famous, or at least well-known in the Patriot community, tax lawyers, that uh, a little over a year ago, I think about a year and a half ago, uh, uh, produced a CD called Innocence Revealed. And the lead author of that was a gentleman by the name of Tom Cryer, who is a, a Patriot lawyer. Uh, we, we use the term patriot lawyer who's discovered this scam and has, has been willing to get into this war uh, and fought with the IRS. And back in, I think, 1909, he was prosecuted. Not 1909. Uh, excuse me, for <laughs> 1990. Uh, he was prosecuted in the early 90s uh, 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 for the same thing that I was charged with back before I learned how to defend myself properly back in the 70s. Uh, and uh, his name, Tommy Cryer is very well known in the Patriot community. And uh, Tommy and a bunch of other uh, lawyers who were in the fight together, who had learned the truth and decided to get into this war, uh, wrote Innocence Revealed. And uh, 
although my book, Superscan, proves unequivocally the absolute truth of its contention from both the constitutional statutory point of reference, uh, research shows that relatively few of the readers of Superscan have acted positively on the information that I have therein. And, of course, uh, uh, again, you know, because he's he's produced this book, this, or rather it's not a book, it's a CD, uh, called Innocence Revealed, it confirms in almost every single sense everything I have in my book. I, I felt very complimented that Tommy and the lawyers had actually come through with, with something that uh, uh, was right up to, uh, to my point of view. Excuse me just a minute. Yeah, and don't forget that one of those people that helped to produce that CD is an ex-IRS agent, Joe Bannister. Oh, that's quite truth. true. Yeah, I forgot. That's just a patriot, Lars, but uh, Joe Bannister is a well-known uh, patriot accountant, a CPA, a former long-term IRS criminal investigator who learned the truth and, and got into this war on our side. And actually, uh, what's happened there is that this, uh, this CD, which is, by the way, available to any of your listeners who might want it, I have copies of the CD for only $5, and they can listen to Innocence Revealed Now File. It says the same thing that I say in my book, Super Scam, which gives me some substance that I didn't have otherwise. I just thought that that would be an important addition uh, to let you know about before we go. Okay. Uh, okay, Fenner. Well, it's time to take our first break already. Boy, time is flying. Um, listeners, mm-hmm. today my guest is C. Fenner Goldsboro, author of Super Scam, Mega Fraud, and the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax, and we'll be back momentarily. thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the acai berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the ultimate acai diet may be your solution. The ultimate acai diet is loaded with pure organic acai extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Let TalkStream Live transform the way you listen to radio. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. 
In a nation that has lost its way, Essays in Liberty is an important work. There has never been a time since the American Revolution that has called for a greater effort in teaching the principles of liberty. The vast majority of America has become liberty illiterate. Help revive our Founders' vision of a constitutional representative republic. Fight for freedom today. Essays in Liberty will equip you to do just that. Order Dr. David Berman's latest book, Essays in Liberty, at smellthetruth.com. That's smellthetruth.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. Today, our guest is C. Fenner Goldsboro, and we're discussing his book, Super Scam, Mega Fraud, and the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax. And Fenner, I believe you were discussing the DVD, Innocence, revealed by Tom Cryer before we took a break. Yeah, that's true. Well, Tommy was the, the lead author of that, but again, I pointed out, Angeline, that there were a half a dozen other uh very well-known and prestigious uh, attorneys who were gotten into this tax fight along with Tommy. Uh, I don't have the names of all of them handy here, but uh, they, and then Joe Bannister, my wife Joanne chimed in and reminded me that Joe Bannister who was a former well-known uh, IRS criminal investigation agent who learned the truth and got into this war along with Tommy and, and the rest of them were all responsible for the production of that. I just feel good about it because uh, my book confirms everything that they said. We have they uh, they used a couple of, uh, of ancient cases that uh, uh, they felt were important. I didn't go into quite as much depth in the uh, uh, in relating the history of certain tax laws, but we all wound up with the same conclusion. We were on the same page. Made me feel pretty good. Kind of interesting that uh, Tommy got a letter back from one of the Justice Department lawyers that he'd written to when he sent him a copy of the CD, Innocence Revealed. And I think it was probably, the, he said before his death, which was most unfortunate, in June of, of 2012, last year we lost Tommy. Uh, but this, this attorney who he had sent it to, who was a well-known uh, practicing uh, tax attorney who had been prosecuting people like Tommy and me. By the way, Tommy uh, was found not guilty in his trial when they uh, filed him because he knew the truth and, presented it properly to a jury, uh, but uh, this attorney uh, who had received a copy of CD said to Tommy when he wrote him back uh, a thank you note, said, I suppose I should thank you for sending me your CD, Innocence Revealed, but I find it hard to do. You have just ruined my life. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I, Tommy was right what he said was the biggest compliment he could have gotten. <laughs> Uh, be that as it may, those are a lot of the reasons why this is a tough road to hoe. Uh, and uh, I, I want to shift gears, if I may, Angeline, just briefly here, uh, and talk about something which to me is of absolute vital importance. I mean, there's several reasons why I wrote this book. Uh, of course, constitutionally and statutorily, uh, this book, it, it, the, the truths that I that I unravel in this book are hard to refute in any way, shape, or form. But the thing that's most important to me as a Bible-believing, fundamental Christian is the fact that I'm convinced that God is on my side in this fight. And I truly believe this. I wrote my addendum number two, the income tax and Holy Scripture, to prove that point. To me, 
if you'll indulge me, I would like to read a little bit from that addendum because it's. I think it's so vital important to your listeners. We are a Christian nation. We were founded as a Christian nation, and I truly believe that probably the majority of your listeners on this show are also Christians. So I want them to understand that this is what, to me, is the most important thing. I've had so many of my book buyers say, aren't you afraid of the IRS? No, I'm not afraid of them anymore. All they can do is kill me. And if they do, I've got something better to look forward to. I simply don't care. No, they don't frighten me. Uh, but I've, I'll go into a few things here that I think are important, and I want to just touch on this addendum number two and say why I'm convinced that God is on my side in this thing. And because the United States was founded and still is a Christian nation, it's important that we Christians ask and know what God says and directs about government's right or authority, meaning their jurisdiction to tax his people. Scripture, uh, Angeline, has a lot to say about this subject. Uh, first, let's talk briefly about the commonly misunderstood words of our Lord in Romans 13, 1 and 2, which reads, and I quote, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God, the powers that are ordained of God. And number number two is, Whoever therefore resisteth that power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Now at first blush, verses one and two might be incorrectly assumed to say that we must do everything that government tells us to do, whether it's lawful or not. Now, that's not true. Verse 2 goes on to tell us that whosoever has used obviously includes governments. Being also ordained of God, of God, governments must also act and perform as God directs. Therefore, when government disobeys God, as we will show, they are doing, people are no longer scripturally responsible to government. History is replete with corrupt governments, unfortunately, including our own through the IRS, which lies to us about our tax obligations. Now, were Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin's governments ordained by God? Should we as God's people have supported the governments who murdered millions? In sharp contrast, what about our founding fathers? Now you've got a group of devout Christians whose rebellion against the corrupt government was well-funded and ordained by God. A totally different story here. So it's our responsibility through Scripture to pick and choose obedience to God-centered and directed government only. And let's move on to other Scripture. In Matthew 22, the Pharisees tried to trick Jesus in verse 15 when they asked him in verse 17 whether it was lawful to give tribute to Caesar. Being aware of their motives, Jesus answered them in verse 21, and I quote, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. End of quote. The same directive can be found in Mark twelve seventeen. So by his response, our Lord explained that even though Caesar may well have thought he was God, and therefore deserved 100% of tribute in the form of taxes, our Lord explained that this was not true, and that the distinction between Caesar and God must be acknowledged. This distinction between what is owed to Caesar and what is owed to God was specifically explained by Jesus in Matthew 17, verses 25 and 26, after Jesus asked Peter in verse 25, and I quote, Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute, 
of their own children or of strangers, end of quote. And when Peter answered him in verse 26, of strangers, Jesus said to him, then are the children free, end of quote. We can correctly interpret those verses, Angeline, in today's language, in Jesus' conversation with Peter, in these verses as follows, and I'm interpreting here, who does the government tax, their own citizens or foreigners? And when Peter answered foreigners, Jesus said, then the citizens are free from taxation. As devout Christians, our founding fathers acknowledged this scripture by building into our Constitution a total prohibition against taxation of our citizens in Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3, and in Article 1, Section 9, Clause 4. And all the statutory law and the Internal Revenue Code is in conformity with that prohibition, as I have shown in detail in my book, Super Scan. Mm -hmm. This scripture, however, does not relate to the mandatory minimum 10% tithe of our earnings, which is the minimum always due and payable to God. So this scripture is in complete conformity to our Lord's answer to the Pharisees' questions in Matthew 22:21. In Matthew 10, verse 9 and 10, <clears throat> our Lord instructed the disciples to, and I'm quoting, provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses. That's from verse 9. And, quote, nor script for your journey. End quote. That's verse 10. So in these verses, our Lord was instructing his disciples, that an all-powerful, all-knowing God would provide for their needs and provided their hearts and minds were dedicated to the preaching of the gospel. John 8.32 emphasizes and acknowledges the lordship of Jesus Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords. When Jesus states, and I quote again, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. End of quote. In these and other verses, the Bible tells us that our government, like the church, is ordained of God, and like the rest of us, the government is also required to obey God's laws. God is good all the time. God doesn't authorize government to break any of his laws or commit any other atrocity it likes just because it's government. Throughout Scripture, whenever government nevertheless does so deviate, as it does so many times, particularly in the Old Testament, it is severely punished. God created governments to be a servant to its people and not a master. Our founding fathers based their entire constitution on the Bible. Our third president, Thomas Jefferson, said, resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. So when our government strays from God's path, it is our God-given duty and requirement to resist. Governments are run by men who are also, like all of us, sinners. So it would not surprise us, and should not surprise us, that government sometimes does evil. If we insist on obedience to government, even when it is wrong and does evil, then we are justifying tyranny and denying God. Our Lord requires that government also obey his laws. That's the master law. In obedience to God's law, to repeat, the Founding Fathers built in our Constitution as devout Christians, the Founding Fathers, a total prohibition against any direct taxation of the people, who indeed were free. Again, I refer back to Matthew 17, 25, and 26. The freedom has always been and still is embodied in the prohibition of Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3, 
and Article 1, Section 9, Clause 4 of our Constitution. Despite IRS's false allegation that authority of the 16th Amendment to tax only profit or gain derived from government-granted privileged activity from corporations, limited partnerships, and non-resident aliens, our nation's citizens, that is, God's children, are indeed free. Wow, hold that thought, Fenner. We're going to come back. Listeners, today, my guest is C. Fenner Goldsboro, author of Super Scam, Mega Fraud, and the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax. We'll be back momentarily. thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the acai berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic acai extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, Millions take comfort in God's Word on a daily basis. But what about the ones who cannot hear these precious words of truth? Where would I find hope? Imagine God's Word in the tongue of those who thirst for the same hope you enjoy on a daily basis. You can help them experience the same blessings you take for granted. This book is like a GPS system. I turn to it to chart my course as I begin each new day. Help someone hear God's Word for the first time by becoming a Wycliffe Associates volunteer and take part in the goal of Vision 2025, helping start a Bible translation in every language that needs one by the year 2025. Find out more by calling 800-THE-WORD. Who will show me the way? Make a difference and help share the hope of God's living Word. Call 1-800-THE-WORD. That's 800-843-9673. Or go to our website at WycliffeAssociates.org and find out how you can become a Wycliffe Associates volunteer. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers Radio Show. Today, our guest is C. Fenner Goldsboro, and we're discussing his book, Super Scam, Mega Fraud in the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax. Okay, Fenner, so do you want to pick it up? Where I believe you were talking about how government should be the servant and not the master. Yeah, this, this, this is true. I, I think we covered this for the most part. Uh, uh, we maybe uh, should... Uh, uh, move on to other things, but I do want some scriptures, that, uh, or rather some quotations that I think are particularly poignant for those things that we've discussed. Uh, in support of what we had here, the income tax and holy scripture, I've got a couple of, uh, just a couple of quotations that uh, force that. Uh, the one that I'm particularly impressed with 
was my hero, Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the States. And uh, we, <clears throat> I'd like to, like to give you a quotation from him, which is what the lawyers would say is very much directly on point. And here's what Jefferson had to say. This is, a, and I quote, a wise and frugal government which shall restrain men from injuring one another. And here's the key. Shall not take from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. Let me repeat that. A wise and frugal government which shall not restrain men from injuring one another, which shall restrain men from injuring one another, shall not take from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. This is the sum of good government. Well, you'd agree with me, Angeline. That's very directly on point, is it not? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll close with that. We have uh, we have some other quotations that I could repeat, but in the interest of time, I won't. So that we can go on to uh, other subjects that uh, might be of particular uh, of particular interest. And uh, I'd like to I'd like to touch briefly on one of the papers that's available. Uh, on our website, and just to kind of stimulate your listeners' interest, uh, because these are two things that I added to the to the website relatively recently, and uh, uh, I think they're of, of importance. But before I touch on them, uh, Joanne, my wife, suggested that people would be interested in a little more information on how they could stop withholding. So I want to reference the fact that I do have a couple of addendums on that. What numbers are they, Joanne? By three and four. Angeline, the reason I thought it would be important, I'm assuming that most of your listeners are going to be people who are still working for a living. Mm-hmm. And if Fenner can give them the advice that they can, on that W-4 withholding right. a way that they can go instantly to their payroll department, or now I think they call it human resources, mm-hmm. uh, and change their W-4 to choose the option that Fender's going to talk about, this is a way that they can instantly start putting money back into their pockets to use in the marketplace to help stimulate the economy and, and get the economy. I mean, it might, might not be a huge number of people right away, but I, I look at it as like the foundation or the first step through Fender's information to be able to start planting the seeds just the way you plant seeds of salvation when you're trying to win souls. This is the way that Fenner's planting seeds to try and get people to learn and to take that first step to put money back in their pockets that they can that they can use to buy a new car, right. pay down home, or buy a new appliance that they might need or, or for whatever they, they right. need to. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's a good point, and I'm glad that Joanne, during the break, she called that to my attention and said, I think that Angeline's listeners are going to want to know more about the voluntary nature of withholding. Now, of course, I already discussed that a little bit earlier, uh, Angeline, if I recall correctly, when I mentioned the due process clause of the Fifth Amendment. Mm-hmm. That's the real heart and soul of it. It's so unfortunate that lawyers and accountants particularly overlook uh, the due process clause because that's the the true key, but uh, because they uh, uh, don't acknowledge it, uh, there is, in fact, a statutory provision embodied in code number 3402N that uh, does help in this department. Let me just 
refer your listeners to my addendum number four. And remember, all these addendums are available to them off my website as attachments. You have to be by attachment. If they call them and they call and say, hey, I'd like to have that addendum that Fenner talked about, we can email it to them as an attachment. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to read a little bit from it. The question we start with in addendum number four is, I value my job. I'm afraid that if I might jeopardize my employment by asking my employer to stop withholding. How do you expect I can accomplish this? And my answer is, you'll have to be somewhat of a diplomat with your employer in order to have your withholding stop. Most employers have been incorrectly instructed by either their lawyers or accountants or both that withholding is mandatory. Because of this, your diplomatic approach is first to acknowledge your employer and and or his responsible personnel that you, that you understand that you are just following instructions from their lawyer or accountant who told them that withholding is mandatory. Your next step is to convince your employer that you know what you're talking about that you have researched the subject in depth. At this point, you need to get your employer's attention so he will listen to your obviously persuasive position. You need to make him a believer before either he or you and he or he together get the support and agreement of their accountant or lawyer. You don't want to insult your employer's intelligence. Rather, start your request by acknowledging that you understand that they are really operating on instructions from their accountant or lawyer who should know the truth, but have been brainwashed and misinformed by the government. Usually the IRS, whose top people know that the entire income tax is dependent upon the success of voluntary withholding. Just quickly, voluntary withholding came about at the instigation of a guy named Beersley Rummel, who was the then chairman of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, the key number one Federal Reserve Bank of the 12 Feds. Back in 1942, at the start of World War II, he was the one that instigated voluntary withholding. And that's interesting. Now you're starting to see ties into the Fed. I've had a lot of my (laughs) readers, incidentally, say, Fenner, you need to write another book about the Federal Reserve debacle. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole different subject I do not get into in my book. Anyhow, I go on, I say, depending on the size of your employer's business, your job may have to start by educating the payroll clerk, explaining to him or her that you've learned through your own study and research that withholding is voluntary, but acknowledge that he or she obviously has been instructed to the contrary. Chances are that the payroll clerk will deny any ability to stop withholding and simply refer you to a higher authority. This same approach may well have to go all the way up the ladder, that is, to the accountant or lawyer who made the original improper decision that withholding was mandatory. Otherwise stated, the entire exercise is usually one of diplomatic education, starting with the payroll clerk and going away up to the decision maker, who normally would be the employer's lawyer or accountant. Now, the easiest way to accomplish the desired result might very well be to start by explaining to the lower-level person, that's usually the payroll clerk, that if withholding was mandatory, it should be obvious that the employer wouldn't need a signed permission form. That is a W-4 withholding allowance, that is permission certificate, which in and of itself proves that withholding is voluntary. The statutory requirement that all employers secure a signed W-4 withholding allowance certificate which gives the employer permission 
of the employee to withhold money from his paycheck is also acknowledgement of the employee's Fifth Amendment right to due process, meaning his absolute constitutional right to retain the most precious of his property, being his labor and his compensation, therefore. As we pointed out in our book, Super Scam, you know, the due process clause of the Fifth Amendment in our Constitution is every employee's constitutional right against any mandatory withholding. The only way that this absolute right can be overcome is by voluntary written permission of the employer to withhold, hence the employer's necessity to secure a signed W-4 withholding allowance certificate. By signing this W-4, the employee is surrendering his constitutional Fifth Amendment property right to keep 100% of the fruits of his labor. His paycheck is his most precious of his property rights. The employer must get his permission to withhold in order to overcome this right. The IRS knows very well this requirement of this Fifth Amendment right of every employer's citizen, including government's employees, is acted and acknowledged in Section 3402, Part 3 of the Internal Revenue Code. Now, here's your easy out. This makes it pretty simple. Section 3402 is actually a, a, a voluntary method that you can you can take advantage of. Code Section 3402 clearly states in virtually all of its wording by the words <coughs> therein uh, that all withholding is voluntary. And uh, subsection 3402P3 actually uses the words other voluntary in a reference to the monies paid as compensation for services other than wages. The reason for this section was explained in Chapter 5 of my book, Super Scam, because wages is a term identified and defined in the IR Code Section 1402D as monies paid only in the four island possessions. This is a, a real revelation and something that 99 out of 100 people never even thought about. Chapter 5 on page 84 of Super Scam, <coughs> I explained all this. Uh, it's... Uh, it's really the whole the whole thing is so ridiculous, but you can take advantage of just briefly to summarize, you can take advantage an employee can of section thirty four oh two N in order to stop the the uh, graduated income tax. But not the social security tax. That's a more difficult problem. But for the most part the graduated income tax usually represents maybe twenty, twenty five percent of their pay. So that's going to give them a huge raise almost instantly. Excuse me. Randy, you have an addition? Yeah, just tell them that on that W-4 withholding allowance certificate, choose option 7. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Joanne reminded me. Option 7 on the on the W-4 withholding allowance certificate is the option that you would want to elect. And there's no way that they can deny your right because it's a statutory opportunity to take advantage of stopping the withholding of the graduated income tax. Social Security is another more difficult problem, which we won't get into, even though it is, of course, technically applicable only, as we point out in Chapter 5 of my book, to non-resident aliens in the four-island, in the five-island possessions only, or four-island possessions, I beg your pardon, <coughs> Virgin Islands, Guam, America, Samoa, and Puerto Rico. Uh, oh. We go into great detail in of the addendums on this subject. Okay. All right, Fenner, we have to take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is C. Fenner Goldsboro, author of 
super scam, mega fraud, and the misapplication of the income excise tax. And we'll be back momentarily. Millions of people who've never even set foot in a casino take a dangerous gamble every day, living without health insurance. You can't afford not to have it, but affordable insurance can be hard to find, especially if you're a hardworking entrepreneur or if you're working for a company that doesn't offer benefits. At Health Insurance Direct, we have a perfect solution with access to dependable, affordable health insurance plans. They have a plan that fits your individual needs perfectly at a price you can afford. Call 24 hours a day at 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Don't gamble. Call Health Insurance Direct right now for affordable health insurance. 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Not available in all states. Here's the number one more time, 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521. Did you know a sugary drink contains around 200 empty calories per can? This is registered dietitian Jim White. It's no surprise, extra sugar means extra calories. This can result in weight gain, offering little to no nutritional benefits. Nutritionally sound beverage choices are water, 100% fruit juice, and low-fat or fat-free milk. Cutting out sugary drinks allows you more room for fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and low-fat dairy. This is registered dietitian Jim White. Visit eatright.org for more healthy tips. In a nation that has lost its way, Essays in Liberty is an important work. There has never been a time since the American Revolution that has called for a greater effort in teaching the principles of liberty. The vast majority of America has become liberty illiterate. Help revive our founders' vision of a constitutional representative republic. Fight for freedom today. Essays in Liberty will equip you to do just that. Order Dr. David Berman's latest book, Essays in Liberty, at smellthetruth.com. That's smellthetruth.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. Today, our guest is C. Fenner Goldsboro, and we're discussing his book, Super Scam, Mega Fraud in the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax. And Fenner, can you give your web address out one more time? We've got one more segment. So we got about nine and a half minutes to go here. Sure. Uh, www.super-scam.com. And you were talking about the uh, W-4 form authorizing an employer to take out deductions. So did you want to continue on that or you want to move along on something else? Well, I think I think we'll, we'll move along because we covered that subject pretty well. Just a couple of things that come to my mind that we may have overlooked. And uh, Joanne can chime in here. My wife, Joanne, who is very competent and knowledgeable on this subject in case I overlook something. I want to touch on a couple of my flyers that I have available on my website just to sort of stimulate the interest perhaps of your listeners uh, as to some of the in-depth things that we've already touched on here but we go into a lot more detail with these two addendums all of this stuff of course that we've talked about is in my book to a greater or a lesser extent so primarily i think 
that your listeners would be well advised to invest the $15 in the book. And remember, again, what I'm trying to do here, Angelina, is I'm trying to educate the public. This is a tough message to get across. Politically, we need to remember that the Internal Revenue Service is collecting round figures, more or less a, a trillion and a half dollars, you know, one and a half trillion dollars annually is miscollected, if you'll accept that phraseology. It's, it's money that people never owe when they're being taxed unconstitutionally and, un, and, and in violation of the, the statutory code uh, on their salaries, wages, and other earnings. I mean, the truth of the matter is, it's my view, and I think it's supported by, uh, like I say, the, the, the text of the uh, CD, Innocence Revealed, that I mentioned that Tommy Cryer was primary author of. Uh, you know, everything's in support of this total prohibition against any direct taxation of our people, our citizens who are just trying to earn a living. And this, it, the, the truth of the matter is, as I point out in great detail in my book, particularly in the summary, uh, in the epilogue of my book, it would be to the great advantage of the public uh, to actually have this money to spend in the marketplace. Look at the, uh, uh, the constant revelations we get from the talking heads on radio and television, and I'm mostly a, 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 a uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Fox News advocate, and when I listen to Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, and those guys, uh, who I think make a lot of sense, talking about the the violations in all different different sections of the economy, and how the necessity of job creation is the number one potential for recovery of our failing economy, and this would be a huge impetus there, because if you have another trillion and a half dollars going into the public pocketbook rather than to wasteful government treasury that spends 58 cents more, that is every dollar we post, statistics prove this, Angeline, mm -hmm. for every dollar that the government collects in taxes, they spend a dollar 58. So that's inflation with a capital I. And I point out that if this money were kept in the marketplace and invested or spent for job creation, and you know, and and all kinds of worthwhile endeavor by our people who are entitled to keep 100% of the fruits of their labor, it would be the nation's hugest impetus and corrective to this inflationary economy that we have. I think that makes all kinds of sense, and I prove all of that stuff in my book. And uh, a couple of these things I'll touch on just briefly. Uh, look for these things in as addendums in my uh, on my website. One is called Whose Earnings Are Income, and another is uh, what we call the challenge fire, which is we challenge anyone to disprove these facts about income tax law. I go into great detail in, in that latter one. We challenge anybody to disprove these facts about income tax law. That contains actually uh, 27 different facts, which... Uh, Review, which a quick review of those would cover most of what we've talked about in these last two sessions. Uh, again, uh, the primary thing just to review the uh, initial, uh, the initial things that we discussed. Uh, first of all, fact number one, which is of vital importance, is that a resident of the states of the union are not required by law to file forms 1040 and they're not liable for the payment of tax on income 
unless they are withholding agents. Now, we discussed the fact that you have to be liable for the tax to be required to file. If you're not liable, there's no filing requirement. The IRS, incidentally, admits that in their own uh, data. If you look at their information booklet, uh, which they give, they print by the zillions and is available in public libraries and in uh, post offices and you name it, they say in there that the filing requirements are embodied in three code sections, and the three code sections they refer to are 6001, 6011, and 6012. Now, all three of those code sections, the first two directly and the third, 6012, indirectly, require absolutely a provision for a showing of liability. That's the key word, liability for tax before anybody can have any requirement to file. Uh, what's actually happened is that they showing that liability and showing those three code sections is the, uh, is the release valve, if you will, for 90% of the public who work for themselves because they're not a fiduciary or a withholding agent for a non-resident alien. And they're not a, uh, a, a as I say, treasurer or secretary in a fiduciary capacity for, let's say, a taxable entity such as a corporation. So that liability is your key. And when we put these, this information under the nose of the IRS, normally they will back off and leave you alone. And that's something that I've been successful in doing in my homegrown paralegal capacity for many of my book buyers. And I'm happy to talk to anybody who wants to call me, my phone number, uh, all of the information where I can be reached. Uh, me or my wife is available on my website. So take a look. I urge you, in these last few minutes, I urge your employers to particularly look at these two flyers. We challenge anyone to disprove these facts about income tax law that's on my website. And the other one, I don't have time to get into details on them, but they, they give the whole story in individual form. And when you read the two of them and put them all together, you've got everything that you need to make you feel comfortable to get into this war with tyranny. Whose earnings or income is one, and the challenge flyer is the other. Uh, we'll probably I'll wrap that up with, again, another suggestion, because it's so vitally important to me uh, that, uh, your, that your listeners who are Christians consider the importance of being on God's side in this fight. And I'm, if I wasn't totally convinced as a fundamental Bible-believing Christian, that God is supporting what I'm doing, and I did read you my addendum number two, which covers that, uh, then I wouldn't be able to get into this war. It's just it's too difficult. I was prosecuted and spent a year in jail way back in the early 80s because I didn't know enough to get out of this, uh, to be able to successfully plead my case. I've learned a huge amount since then, which gave rise to me writing this book, but I don't care what the IRS, they might try to send a drone to attack me if my book were ever to get out enough copies so that people would really, uh, it would really mean something, but because I'm not, as I pointed out, I'm not a, a recognized personality, mm -hmm. a background, uh, that's the reason I haven't done it, but I'm available for any of your listeners whenever they want to contact me, call me on a telephone, Book off the 
the website. This affidavit of revocation, would you say that's really key in this? Because I believe in your book, you say when you file a 1040, you're basically saying, I have opted into this system. So wouldn't that be key of getting out? The affidavit is vitally important to try to prevent yourself from any criminal prosecution, and the chances are pretty good that it will prevent any kind of uh, uh, of non-criminal, uh, that is, any just collection activities mm -hmm. as well. We've had a lot of success with it, so uh, that's available to you. Uh, we can send that by attachment to an email. And all of the things, I, I strongly urge your listeners who have been interested in these uh, two weeks that we've gotten together, uh, to look at all the information on my website, feel free to call me. My email address is, is uh, what is it, Joanne? Give it to her. It's uh, Joanne, J-O-A-N-N dot gold, G-O-L-D-S, at gmail.com. Okay. So that's it on the okay. website. And again, the website, listeners, www.super-scam.com. And listen, I want to thank... You, Fenner, and you, Joanne, for uh, joining us today on the True Seekers radio show. Listeners, again, the book, Super Scam, Mega Fraud, and the Misapplication of the Income Excise Tax. And until we meet again. $15 single copy, multiple copies available at a wholesale price of $13 each okay. five or more, and I pay shipping. All right. Thanks so much, Fenner and Joanne. Until we meet again, uh, listeners, next week, God bless. God bless you, too, Angeline. Thanks. of people who've never even set foot in a casino take a dangerous gamble every day living without health insurance you can't afford not to have it but affordable insurance can be hard to find especially if you're a hard-working entrepreneur or if you're working for a company that doesn't offer benefits at health insurance direct we have a perfect solution with access to dependable affordable health insurance plans they have a plan that fits your individual needs perfectly at a price you can afford. Call 24 hours a day at 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Don't gamble. Call Health Insurance Direct right now for affordable health insurance. 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Not available in all states. Here's the number one more time, 800-608-2521. 800-608-2521.